Hello, dear listeners. Today in Free Topic with you are Andre and Ricardo. Ooh, you didn't want to wait while no. I say <laughs> I'm here. Yeah. You are in my room. <laughs> and today in our radio program, we are going to speak about TV programs. TV shows that we remember from our maybe childhood or maybe from some other stages of our lives that got like into our heads and into our hearts during to some qualities that they have or they maybe lack. Oh, maybe lack. Let's <laughs> say maybe lack. And before starting the program, I would like you to put like on our Instagram and Facebook pages, EVS Mooster FM, and to listen to us in Anchor and Spotify. And other platforms. And other platforms. Where yeah. you can find us here, Mooster FM. And now I think we can not wait anymore and go to the topic. So let's start the televote. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, and we will start with... Uh, children programs uh, we've got two of them and then we go to the adults one that's i think a good chronological yeah way. That's, that's the pattern we are gonna take yes so the first one is the french program that i remember from my childhood because when soviet union broke the russian television got not only their own programs most of which were strange but also a lot of programs from Europe and USA not only copying by Russians but showing how they were made in like from buying the French ones for example in this one Mission Piratak I don't know if I'm reading the second word correctly but yeah I remember it from my childhood and I actually wanted really bad to take part in it so it was in 1998 so i was six years old maybe seven and you when you watch at six or seven years old how some children go to pirate ship and win treasures you want to go there yeah it's like your dream <laughs> yes and actually the plot of the show was that pirates break somewhere and steal a load of jewelry It was funny because pirates break into like modern building, but their ship is like galleon from 19th century, <laughs> 18th even. Century. How could they? <laughs> yes. So then there was like a team of three children who was given a task to go to this ship by jet ski. So like it's the mix of times in this show and steal the jewelry back. One of the children was sitting in the special forces van and coordinating the operation and two others were coming to the ship where they had to have some challenges like go up from the bottom of the ship to the top and the final challenge was in the cabin of captain where he was sleeping and they had to steal had to like solve some riddle and then steal his treasure and if they didn't pirate captain would take them prisoners so cruel yes and for me in the childhood you know when you don't understand like that it's like a fiction i didn't understand what would happen with children after the show because show ended oh. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't have the backstage <laughs> yes But now I know that they that only meant that children lost the game. That's it. Okay, so guys, if you know the whereabouts of these children, please let Andre know. <laughs> yes. He's still concerned. <laughs> About some of them, yes. Uh, Russian pirates. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and the second show from my childhood, which I remember and uh, which I wanted also to be part of, was called Kuzia. Kuzia is a troll from, I think, maybe Russian animation series, or he was just a character of some Russian video games. And the thing about this show was that you had to call to the studio by the phone, and then you had to play a round of 
Nowadays, I think there is on the phone these games when you know uh, the camera is behind the character and there are three roads and you had to swipe to move the character from one road to another so he wouldn't hit the obstacle yeah. but get all the rings or the coins. That was such a game, but children had to push, or maybe not children, maybe some some grown-ups would call to this program, why not? No, not a lot of people had computers back then, so... And you had to push the numbers on your phone that appeared on the screen. But actually, I have a really funny story, because one of my friends in Russia wanted to play this game also so badly, but he said that he couldn't, because he had this rolling disc telephone. Oh, no. <laughs> and you couldn't play it. No, we call it the gramophone. <laughs> Yes. Because only in the house of your grandma is that phone. <laughs> yes, and but during the childhood, this phone was actually like a toy too, because you could like oh, spin the disc for for like five minutes, maybe. Then you get bored. I had the one with the animals. Ooh, yes, fancy, amazing. <laughs> yeah. But I will not show my talent now. <laughs> so, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> so he couldn't play, and I. Also, I think there was a problem that the show was filmed in Moscow and when you called to this show, there was like special... You paid more than you, like between cities and it's really far. So it wasn't only that you had to break through to the live broadcast, but you also had to pay a lot to play one round. And as I remember, not a lot of people could get to the end of the round. I didn't understand why. Maybe it's because what they saw on the screen and what actually happened on the game was like some difference in seconds, just like now it, there is this difference. But yeah, I haven't played that either. I'm sorry. Thank you. No cry. No, I won't. <laughs> because now I can play such games on my mobile phone. Yeah, but not on live screen. <laughs> yes. So you can be the famous child and go to commercials. <laughs> oh. Sorry to break it to you, it's too late now, Andre. Yeah, you no, should I have... can't be a famous yeah. child. You should have put your money on that show. Yeah. Well, now I think we can move to the grown-ups show. We've got yes, some we more can. of them. And please, Ricardo, start. Okay, I would like to start with an Italian one if you don't mind. Patriotic. <laughs> yes, patriotic. <laughs> it's called La Talpa. Do you know what Talpa is? No. Talpa is the mole. Okay, yeah. But it's called the mole, not for the animal, uh -huh. but because the mole is the one who spies and everything. So basically, this was a TV show for VIP competitors. They were called Suspects. And the aim of the game is to find and expose the mole or the saboteur who is hiding into the group of the competitors and no one knew except the mole himself who was the mole. Mm -hmm. So basically they were in Africa, I don't know why they were in Africa but they were there and they had some kind of challenges like walking through the charcoal, mm -hmm. burning charcoal or physical challenges, all this kind of stuff and the saboteur or the mole always tries to sabotage everything to have money for him. Ah. So there is the time then of nominations. So the audience has to nominate the mole. The so audience, they, not the con yeah, competitors. Even, wait. Uh -huh. First, there is the audience who through the nomination says, for me is the mole is this guy. And then we have the competitors mm -hmm. that have to write on a blackboard with a chalk who was, according to them, the mole. And the guy with most votes would go one week with a tribe living with them. And then the show ended because there were some spicy details that, can we say that? Let's try in a fancy way. <laughs> yes. 
There was this girl, and she was sent to the African tribe because she was nominee, and she laid with every member of the tribe. So they had to kick her out of the program, then the year after the program was no more. It's actually strange because usually the programs, the more scandalous they are, the more popular they are, and producers try to milk it. But when was this show? Uh, it was like in 2002. Oh, maybe, maybe then the world wasn't so spoiled like, no, right now. No, not ready for that. And they were like, oh, no, 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 we have to cancel it. Yeah, yeah too right scandalous now be for like that. Big gossip. Oh, yeah, definitely. Because laying with a whole tribe. And I, I don't think they would kick that girl out, actually. No. They would definitely. use her as the star of the show. Yeah, she would win, probably. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that is the movie. It was one of my favorites because I loved to see like the landscapes mm -hmm. and how they challenged everything. It was really, really good. And did you nominate somebody? No. No? No, because you had to pay. Ah. <laughs> you had to pay. But For the then, privilege. <laughs> yeah, because there was not the time of internet and uh -huh. mobile promotions. So you had to pay like 20 cents or 50 to nominate someone. So I was like, nah. Mm. Yeah. I have to text my chicks, you know, with that money. <laughs> <laughs> Not kick someone out of the program. Yeah. But I know people that did it. Like spent a lot of money just to nominate one person. Just to nominate. Yeah. That's interesting. I wouldn't spend a dime to nominate somebody. No, because it's not true. Come on. They just suck you the money. Yeah. And they will. the show is already recorded. <laughs> <laughs> so, sorry to break it to you guys. If you ever nominate someone, well, money lost. <laughs> in the drain yeah so and moving on there is also a show with a also exotic location that i watched in my childhood too and it was also the french show that was aired in russia from 1999 to 2000 and in france it actually went on in 1992 when we were born yes and uh, this show there were seven contestants who came by train to Mexican states and San Luis Potosi, where they had to like go through different challenges, different traps, and solve the riddle in the form of pictograms, where they got the clue which of the 20 statues in the cave are the needed ones. They get most money for. Yes, there was the cave to which the finalist, only finalist would get, to each and they had time 70 minutes before the train goes away because they had to take the statuette and get to the train. the train yeah because on the train there was some professor who would pay you money so you can feel how old the show is when i tell you the sums and currencies in which they would get paid <laughs> if they found out the right statuette they would get 100,000 francs oh my god <laughs> <laughs> What about Drachme? <laughs> <laughs> if you shatter the statuette but get all the pieces and get it to the professor, he would give you 75,000 francs. If not all the pieces, 50,000 francs. And if the statuette is not that what was needed, you get only 25,000 francs. But you could also get late. And instead of the professor, you would meet his helper, who will sell this statuette to local tradesmen for only 10,000 francs. So that makes you learn that you never have to come late. Yes. And actually, it was so interesting to see how they 
Even though you knew that all these statues were there, placed there by the TV show people, it was interesting, actually, there was a feeling that they are real somehow, and this adventure, like, people going through these stages and solving the riddles, and I... Indiana Jones-like. Yes, and I loved that it was the mix, like, physical, and also you had to use your mind, so you had to be two-sided person. Two-dimensional <laughs> person, let's say. So both strong and smart. And smart, yes. But then they had it only for one year in Russia, and then they finished it, and it was a pity for me, actually. Did you want to take part in this too? No, because I never liked, you know, these strange physical competitions, like not the sports, but when you had to run. In in school, we had these competitions between the classes. We had four, four classes, and... We had competitions between it, and I always hated it. Like, go with the ball around the oh, cone, yeah. then come back, and so on. Like, run with the bags. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, what? Why? Why am I losing my time for this? Oh, no, I didn't <laughs> want to take part. Now, I would like to talk to you about one of my favorite ones. Because when I was in my puberty, I was watching this one all day long every day from seven to eight it was my favorite time because there was the new part of the mm -hmm. program so i was always like glued and it's called l'isola dei famosi which means the island of the famous people mm -hmm. and this format is a show where there's a group of celebrity competitors that must survive in a desert island with no facilities usually they were in south america or oceania mm -hmm. so it was like this desert island with literally nothing on it and nothing on the horizon so in italy you like to send your own people to like really far yeah. away from the country interesting <laughs> <laughs> that's what we do and the competitors must survive there by building shelters hunting food procuring some other food water and finding ways to maintain some kind of warmth mm -hmm. because during the day is super hot but during the night is pretty freezing yeah so they had to find something usually they were covering themselves with leaves from the palm trees it was really interesting and once a week there was a challenge when the winner was determined through contest of skill balance strengths i remember they had like these sticks like very big sticks and you had to be on the top with just one leg for oh. as much as you could. I mean, I have no balance, so I wouldn't have fall down. <laughs> and if you win, you can't be nominated, so you are safe, and you can have more food. Mm -hmm. So it's up to you then to share it with the other people or to eat just for yourself. And basically, they have just this kit with rice. So they had rice once per day mm -hmm. and stop. So usually they were trying to fish. So building like fishing roads or someone was trying to catch fishes with their hands. <laughs> but actually we had the same show in Russia. It was called The Last Hero. But the difference was, yes, they were sent to, the, to an island also. First season was with usual people, I think. The, from the, starting from the second, it was the famous people. That actually happens to all the shows like this in Russia. Because first there are usual people, which is more interesting. And then the stars are coming in and you're watching how the stars compete. But... The difference was that there were two teams at the beginning. First, they competed as the teams. Which team lost, they had to throw somebody away by voting. And after some of the teams got really small, they merged two teams and then it started to be everyone for themselves. And yes, it's almost the same, yeah. The price was like 3 million rubles, something like that. Nowadays, I know that there is a show which is really similar to this one. 
to Litro de Famosi. It's called Nudi e Crudi, which means like totally naked mm-hmm. or flesh and bones, whatever you want to call it. Where the format is the same, but you are naked. Uh-huh. And so it was funny because one of my friends just sent me the link of this show. Said, okay, try try to watch it. Maybe you can speak about it. And I was like, what? Because there was this <laughs> this episode when they had to fish. So they, they built like a, a fishing road. They went to the sea, but they were afraid that some fish could bite, you know, mm-hmm. where, <laughs> where the sun doesn't shine. <laughs> and so they were so scared. Uh-huh. And it was amazing. But yeah, the format is the same, but they're naked. <laughs> If people uh, are naked, people will watch. Yes, that's true. But now we will go to the back in time and speak about some romance. Because before Tinder appeared in Russia, there was a show that was actually the copy of the British show called Love at First Sight. It was actually a two-day show. The first day on Saturday, there were three girls and three guys. And they had to tell about themselves, answer some questions, and then girls and guys voted, and who got the match became a pair. And the second day, this pair came to the studio and had to have some challenges. First, they had to answer the questions like how the guy would act in that situation. The guy would answer and the girl would have to guess. And then I remember it was like the battleship. They had to sit behind this cannon and shoot at the screen. Yes, and they could either lose all the prizes they got throughout the show or they could win romantic journey some way. Oh. Yes, and this show was also in 1999, from 1997 to 1999, and yes, to that show I wanted to come. But my dream partly came true, because now nowadays there is Tinder, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm at the show. <laughs> Are you winning? Uh, it's different every day. <laughs> You know, someday you win, someday you lose, lose. yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But we have something similar in Italy. It's called Uomini e Donne, men and women. Mm -hmm. Basically, you have one man or one woman, it depends on the the episode, that sits on a throne. And he's the thronist, thronista. Mm -hmm. And there is a bunch of people who wants to seduce him. (laughs) And they stand like in front of him and he talks to them, and then he chooses some, and the other ones are kicked out. Then going and going with the, uh, with the program, he has to choose one, and with this one he has to go for the esterna, which is like a date. So they date one day, and after this day they have to communicate if they want to keep on dating or not. And if they don't want to? It's done. Uh. Yeah, no one So at the, at the end of the show, they just say, yeah, we're gonna continue yeah. dating or not. Ooh, but some dramatic people, show. Yeah, but people love it because they pick up their favorites, like uh-huh. you do with Eredita. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they pick their favorites and they argue a lot when they're not picked. <laughs> oh, yeah, and this format is still like going on on fire in Italy. Everyone watches it. And now they have also Uomini e Donne aged. So, for grandmas and grandpas. Why not? Which is kind of funny. Yeah. And cute. Yeah. Love knows no boundaries and knows no age. But I would like to tell you about love. This program that was on air in Italy during the 2004 and ended the 2008. 
they tried to make a remake, but the times were not right for that. And it's called La Pupa e il Secchione, The Chick and the Geek, which was an existing program already. I watched some of American on MTV. Yeah, it was American with MTV Culture. MTV stopped being the music channel, yeah. Yeah. I watched. <laughs> <laughs> and the format of this one, which I really liked the first season, because it was something new and something like interesting, is that the show couples physically very attractive women, more or less corresponding to, you know, the stereotype of people who usually do not care a lot about their own culture, but just for the outlook they have. Mm-hmm. With nerds, let's call him nerds, which are su- supposed to be men who are like scholars, very qualified with a graduation degree, intellectual, and generally little inclined to social life. So they prefer to study or to play video games and all this kind of stuff. And the aim of the program was to mix them. So every chick had a geek and vice versa. And the chick had to study. Mm-hmm. And the geek had to become like a social person, dressed really properly, trying to approach someone. And it was really nice. For the first season it was really nice, because you see these attractive girls trying to solve mathematical problems, like really <laughs> complex, and the guy trying to help, but they will not understand. And the guy like desperate, how can I explain that? <laughs> And she's so desperate when the guys came out with the outfit they <laughs> so fit, uh-huh. but it was not. Yeah. Like, colors not matching, everything it was really nice. And the couples were, like, living together. All the couples in a large villa that was the actual set of the show. Mm-hmm. And it was really, really nice. Did you want to go to that show? Well, I was not hot enough. <laughs> 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 I, see, so, I see what you did there. <laughs> would you like to go into this show? Nah, I I would prefer study at home. Yeah, but Alone? on this yeah, but on this show that would make me go like social, but I would prefer to study. <laughs> so no, I'll uh, pass. And now we will move I think to the really adult segment. So guys, if you are under 18, please stop listening to us <laughs> because it's time for some spicy stuff yeah you didn't warn people before you were telling the story about the tribe and the girl but now yeah <laughs> great now this is called Matt Pot. <laughs> <laughs> yes so the show was called Empire of Passion Ooh, yes. sounds nice yeah there were two contestants in the studio man and woman who play against each other they sign a paper in the beginning that they will obey the rules and will not have any problems with these rules. There are three rounds and one super game in this show. Before every round, except the super game, players made bets how many clothes they would take off if they lose. It's like strip poker, basically. (laughs) (laughs) They could get naked right down to the underwear and women would have to take off the bra also. This show was only one season show. And in the third round, they had to dress the mannequin. Yes, and who dressed the mannequin faster, that person would win and go to the super game. And in the super game, the person had to put on as much clothes from the basket as they could, but with their eyes closed. (laughs) Yes, but I don't remember like what was 
I think the more clothes you put on, the higher the amount of money you would win. But of course, everybody was watching the show mostly for the first two rounds. Oh yes, when they <laughs> <laughs> when the undressing was happening, yeah. yeah the, ah, now they're gonna dress up. And the super game here wasn't like super. It was the lame game. <laughs> yes, for the audience, I think it was the lame game. But yes, we had also this show actually from 97 to 98, so it's totally opposite to what happened in Italy where they canceled yeah. the show because of the yeah, and the 90s were a crazy. Uh, crazy, crazy time in Russian television's history because it was trying to find the boundaries of where the television could go and they were trying to find new formats of the shows. So people were ready to do a lot of experiments in 90s on Russian television. Well, that is quite an experiment, I to say. <laughs> Did you want it to go to that program? No. <laughs> Just watch I it. wanted to study. <laughs> <laughs> not go to such programs. <laughs> Too But social for me. Talking about this kind of programs, Andre, last time I showed you one video. Oh, yeah. Do you remember it? Yes. Channel 4. Channel 4 of English television, Naked Attraction. First of all, did you ever watch Naked Attraction, guys? Because if you did not, it's the time. <laughs> if you want some trash, yeah. well... That's what you're looking for. So, Andre, what was your reaction to the video I showed you before I start explaining the rules of that game? It was actually awkward. <laughs> I w wouldn't want to go to that show. It's a really, really strange show. Yeah, even strange honest. format. Yes. But tell, tell the format to the audience. So, basically, you go there. Let's pretend you are the one who is looking for someone. So, if you are a man, you will have five women and vice versa that are covered by a pillar with of different colors in the first round the first and um, the pillars sorry are divided into three so in the first round the pillar at the bottom just goes away and you can see the genitals <laughs> of the guys or the women's and you have to choose one to kick out so if you don't like some genitals you say okay this color i don't like And it was a really funny scene because once there was a guy who was picking up girls and he said, no, I will kick out the yellow one. The show, the show presenter said, why? Oh, there was no alchemy. <laughs> <laughs> How can you have alchemy? Uh, I don't Make know. That? I don't know. <laughs> When you have to really, really fastly, fast think about the reason, yeah. that's it. <laughs> because you can say, no, it's ugly, no, it's... Uh, no, I just yeah. don't like it. No. No, alchemy. alchemy. Not the chemistry, even, but alchemy. Yeah, alchemy. No, I said, like, <laughs> literally alchemy. <laughs> And moving on. So, one is out. You have four. And so it's time for the second part of the pillar to go out. And you can see the chest or the breast of the people you are picking up. And then the same thing. So, you have to choose one. And kick out. And I remember that that person who chooses, she or he also speaks and uh, like speaks about the people with the host. Oh yeah, yeah sure. <laughs> Because they command. They discuss, yeah. Yes, what do you think about this penis? Oh yeah. Um, you know, it's a bit small, but it's large. So yes. why not? Can be good. Like, oh yeah, I love the statues. I love the shape of the boobs. Yeah, yeah they do that. And so after that, another one has to go out. And you stay with three. And then 
the last part so you can see the faces of the people which is for the audience like the most boring part mm -hmm. because all the magic dissolves <laughs> so you see the faces and then you kick out one mm -hmm. and you finally have two people when you have these two people you have to go out in the dressing room get naked yourself so even those people can see you naked and decide if they really want to go with you because they have a choice Oh, they, they can choose also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, that, that's some consolation prize. Yeah, because you don't know who is seducing you mm -hmm. and vice versa. So you can refuse. Yes. So basically you have two people to pick and you. You're naked, you choose one, and then you go to a date, dressed. Mm -hmm. <laughs> this date is dressed. And after this date, the day, the day after, you have, you have to go back to the show and say, we are going to date again. Or we are not. That's basically naked attraction. Yeah, and I wonder if it still airs or they show the... Well, um, the last time I seen this one was two years ago in England. Uh -huh. And it was at 11. Well, 11 p.m. Two years ago is not much yeah. of a time. Yeah. So I think it's still on. Why not? Yeah. And people watch it and it was Channel 4, which was really strange. And without any covers, so you yes. can actually see everything. No censorship, yeah. No, nothing <laughs> at all. So imagine like a child goes to Channel 4 at <laughs> 11 p.m. Like yeah, they, and they say that the internet is the problematic yeah. space. Yeah, the television <laughs> is also. But we had the show, actually, where you could also see naked people, but on, not only naked. It was named Money Doesn't Smell. And the young people had to do disgusting or some other bad stuff to get the money. Among the challenges were, for example, eating the outdated products from the dirty floor, going outside naked or in some strange dress. Why you should do that? And covering yourself with a glue or some other substance to, to get the money, yes. And I actually remember that people there are, were a lot of people who took part in it and also there were games with an audience and they had time limit and the guy or the girl from the audience had to with the help of the teeth, mouse and uh, tongue they had to take out the coins from the plate and in the plate could be for example sour cream which is not bad That's okay. uh, then there could be some worms or even excrements what? yes even excrements? Yes, we had such a show on our television. <laughs> and there was a show on MTV called I Bet You Will, where the guys, the hosts, went to the street and gave like money for doing some strange stuff. But it has had boundaries, like you had to maybe drink some strange mix of products, but not outdated products, or maybe cut off all your hair and get the money. But they didn't have like all this disgusting stuff. Yeah, but yeah, the, this show, yeah, had to show that people are ready to do everything everything for the money and there were people who were actually ready to this stuff and there were moments when I couldn't watch because it was so disgusting and yeah, even hearing these stories is disgusting actually. yeah and this show went on more than a year for two seasons two seasons yes yes <laughs> so. how much expired stuff did they have I don't to know. make two seasons I don't, don't want to know and for the final program I will tell you about in my opinion the most exciting one 
It was also from Russian television and it was made in Russia, which makes me proud. The show was called Takeover. There was only one season of the show and there were two people. They were the car thieves and with them were their helpers, those guys who guided them. And in the car there was a beacon. The target of the car stealers was not to be caught by the policeman. But did the policeman know about this? Yes, yes. I will oh. tell you actually interesting fact a little bit later. And against them were the hunters, six cars of special battalion of the Russian road police and their commander. Actually, the car chase was on the streets of Moscow and the car thieves could use all the different ways to get away from the chase, but the only rule they couldn't break the road rules. <laughs> <laughs> Which is so fine. They have to respect so, the limits. Yeah, so if they broke the rules, they had to stop for 30 seconds. And that 30 seconds actually were crucial. So if the thieves wouldn't get caught in 30 minutes, they would go to the next show with the one third of the car. So three shows and you got the car. Or if they weren't caught, they could stop the game after that. Or if they decided to go on, they had to hold on for five minutes and the car would be there. Well, wow. actually, it's really cool. Yes, and now some interesting facts. All the recordings of the programs were in the days of the training of the road police. So the road police actually was training in this show. Oh, yes. that's why the police was involved. Yes. In one of the shows, to catch the thieves, they closed the Moscow Circular Road, which wow. is a big highway. Yes, and often the contestants had to go to some extraordinary ways of getting not chased. For example, they repainted the cars, like in GTA. <laughs> or they used the railroad transport. Or they tried to hide the car there where the radar won't see it. So you could not only like go on the roads, you could go hide in, some, yeah, hide in some tunnel or in some, for example, stashing building and stop there and wait. Uh, and the police didn't use the cameras because, yeah, the TV show guys knew where the cars were, but the police only had their beacon and that's it. And actually the takeover is the first Russian show that was exported Outside, Abroad, yeah. To, Where? To be making outside. Uh, that I don't know. Maybe USA. Yeah. Why not? Because they already have this thing. But actually it was such and a they cool... they love stealing cars. <laughs> that was such a cool show and such uh, adrenaline that I just loved to watch it. But I don't understand why only one season. One well, year, I mean. I was about to, to ask you this question. Like, why just one year? Yeah, I don't know. Because it's actually, for first of all, it's really cool... Uh, show by itself, but the second of all that the police could train in this show and it could Actually, I think could affect the image of the police also because people would see how the police works how they train How hard it is and so on so they can appreciate appreciate. Yeah, but like every good things But actually this show finished in 1998 and this was the year of default in Russia So maybe that's why the financial crisis and the show had to be cancelled. Yeah, yeah, you can't, you can't give them cars away when you don't have the money. But it's a pity that not even nowadays nobody will there resurrect this show. Were there like really beautiful cars or normal cars? Normal cars, but the not Russian cars. Some European or Japanese cars. Oh, yeah. So like Nissan, Toyota? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that. 
or maybe even Mercedes, something like that. Ooh. Yeah. A Mercedes fancy. Yes, and in this show I actually would like to take part, even though I can't drive. As a policeman or... Ooh, yeah, as a policeman, that would be <laughs> cool, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I stop you, rascal! <laughs> yes. So I think we had... Come to an end. Yeah. So guys, would you like to participate in some of these programs? If you do, just comment on the link below that you find. In the uh, description on Facebook, yeah. Yeah, and basically just share your opinion. Yeah, why not? And we can discuss about it, or maybe if you have more TV shows, shows yes, we can make the part two with your TV shows. Yeah, that would be cool. Actually. Yeah, that will be, with just your TV shows. So for today we are finished. Thank you for listening to us. It was Andre and Ricardo. And see you next time. Bye-bye.